Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. Jane, can we ever get enough of that song? I certainly can. But Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Pretty Little Liars After Show for you all. Um, of course, Kelly is not here tonight, but. We are on episode, um, actually season four, episode seven, and it's called Crash and Burn Girl, and we saw why tonight, for sure. I'm Stephanie Wenger. Hi, I'm Whitney Lane. Hi, guys. I'm McKay. There's lots to get to in tonight's episode, for sure, and we'll talk about that giant car crash um, towards the end of our show in a little bit here, but let's start out with Aria and her brother, who... It seems to be getting in all kinds of trouble again. I thought he was kind of calming down a bit, and he has roared up big time. You think? Did he do it, though? I I don't think so. I think I'm leaning more towards uh, Ezra being the one be, uh, do, uh, crashing, not crashing the car, but vandalizing the car, because he was at the coffee shop, and it just seemed too perfect timing for him to be there and the car being vandalized. It could go either way. It could, it could be one of three. It could be someone in the A-team. It could be Mike or it could be Ezra to me. But, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of sad that Mike's getting all this flack just because of the, his past mm-hmm. and that principal whom I just really don't like. I thought he handled that poorly. See, I was leaning towards Mike. I think I said it on the show last week that I thought it was Mike. I thought it could be Ezra. And then the way that Ezra came to... Mike's defense and to help Arya, I now think that he was more upset than we realized, and I lean towards it being Ezra. But I do agree, there's still a possibility of it being Mike and all these other options. Um, But do we think that Mike, yeah, he's being penalized for his past. We see the medication that he was on in a previous season come up again. Yeah, potentially. I mean, that could get that would really get the the principal in trouble because we see Ezra kind of come to their to come to the rescue, which I loved because I wanted to see some more Ezra. What is it, Ezria? Come back together, <laughs> put those two back, yeah. and it just show how much he still cares for Arya and her family. And he was like, you know what? I see a loophole here. The principal should have never brought that up. 
that's something he could get in big trouble for. The family could come right after him. So he kind of was like, let me challenge you a little bit. Of course, the principal came right back at him saying, oh, but you've had a serious relationship with Arya, so who knows who's in the wrong there, but... Yeah. I I just feel like Mike really hasn't done anything for him to be on medication and be considered this, um, you know, psychotic and uh, dangerous person that people put him out to be when... Yeah, I mean, he did steal from houses, but he was going through so much at home that you can't really blame him for reacting or um, having that outlet, which was wrong, but um, he used it in the wrong way. But to classify him as this dangerous person who has been taking his medication, like, Mm -hmm. I was just about to say that the labels that he is getting, especially in high school, to be labeled in that way, I think is so detrimental, just in general, not even on the show, just as a general statement. But specifically for him, that, like, he's trying to defend his sister. He's doing all the right things, kind of, in so many ways. He's trying, even if he took it too far and did in fact vandalize the car he's trying to be a good brother and that's not something we saw uh, for a long time he was distancing himself from his family i think that's the whole point though he's in high school like everyone goes through like certain stages you know you're going to act out more in some instances than others i mean his mom's gone now so i'm actually loving the aria and mike relationship kind of coming together and supporting each other because they're always kind of going at each other you know the mom was the one in between i like how they're kind of standing up for each other instead of going against each other in this episode. Yeah, I definitely like the bond. I like, uh, you know, even as a little brother, he's standing up for her and trying to be protective. And I like that, you know, last line when he's like, you know, I need to be more prepared next time. Um, So I think he's having to fill in, you know, some of what his father's uh, roles are and fill into his shoes because... Ari and uh, her dad, you know, we've seen it throughout, don't really get along. So he feels like he should be the next one up to to defend her. And, I'm, you know, as a high school teenage boy, that's a lot. I couldn't agree with you more. I also feel like I was worried, though, when she kind of, in that first scene between them where she was worried, I guess, if he had, in fact, vandalized the car and was questioning whether or not um, he was going to, you know do that um vandalize the car and uh you kind of saw him struggle with that um and she was wondering if he was gonna if he actually did it mike yeah 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 and well you know i also think byron came kind of i I was actually uh, i was surprised with him this time because instead of blaming aria for being you know what they i mean what she was deemed by those boys being a slut because she was with ezra Mm -hmm. so you know all the rumors going around he was like you know what we need to put connor in his place he shouldn't be going around saying all these things especially if mike didn't do it he has no evidence that that was actually the case so i saw this family come together which i think is super important because we're seeing a lot of these other families being torn apart on purpose. Mm-hmm. They're all really trying to have to rally together now to to go against what's happening. So maybe they did need um, the mom to go away mm-hmm. so they could feel more like a, a family and uh, the dad really needed to step in and make put their, you know, his kids' uh, best interest uh, as a priority. Right. Yeah, I'm loving seeing Arya putting family first. She's 
putting it ahead of being with Ezra. And for a long time, she was choosing, it seemed, Ezra over her family in a lot of ways. Well, and, you know, I'm sure it's a, I mean, huge thing to see Hannah and her mom and what's happening. I mean, that's really just they're being torn apart at this point. That almost makes you care more about your family and what you have. Mm -hmm. And I think you see that a lot. Like, Emily's protective of her mom a little bit in this episode. Like, Arya's like, oh, I love Mike. Like, I I don't want him to have done this. Like, let's try to work together. I'll make up things, excuses for him that he was at home Skyping our mom. But regardless, like, it almost shows you what's important, especially when it's being taken away. And do you think that um, Arya and Ezra have a future? Or is it, are they just going to have these moments? We saw a couple of moments tonight of them kind of in passing, having these conversations with what seemed to be more meaning than what was on the surface to them. I I just love them so much. It's (laughs) depressing to think that this really could be the end for them. I think there's a lot of chemistry left there. I think there's still not quite enough closure for all of us watching. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping there'll be some more storylines throughout the season. I think, but um, the roles have reversed. Now he's the one that's more um, desperate and needing her. Um, and I think Arya has somewhat passed that stage where, you know, in the beginning we saw her, she was crying and she was like, she was basically a mess about mm-hmm. the whole situation. And he was the one ignoring her because he had his son and he had, you know, his son's mom in the picture. So now I think the roles have reversed. And we saw that in the hallway when he wanted to, you know, be a little bit more affectionate with her, but she just, like, took off. <laughs> See, it's her defense mechanism, mm-hmm. though, which I think is smart to have because he does have a son. He does have a, the mother of the son, you know, and she's like, you know what? This isn't going to work. I've got to put up this wall, even if I care about him so much, and just walk away, See, which I, is so hard to watch. I, It's so hard to watch, and I feel like it's something where he's realized what he lost mm-hmm. in in her walking away from him but now yeah she has moved on exactly but i think he's ready to kind of fight for her and that's actually kind of why i think he vandalized the car because <laughs> he's wants to show even if he can't admit to it like he's ready to be outward and and show that he's there for her. It's interesting that he comes in, like, into the locker room when these guys are saying those things, or you see him at the the copy house, or he's there when Mike's getting in trouble. Like, he's always there in, like, the most opportune times when you need him there, but it's kind of odd. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with them. I mean, I'll save some stuff for predictions, but... I think she's a little bit of... uh, She's acceptive of him Mm -hmm. um, making these... um, She's appreciative for sure. But she showed up to his apartment. I mean, if you really want to put up that wall and you don't want to have anything to do with him, um, you would have gone down the personal route and sent him an email. You don't give him a thank you card showing up to deliver it to him, you know. So I think that was in a way of her opening up, you know, the gates a little bit, you know, putting down that wall just a bit, you know, making it a bit easier for him to climb over. So that's what it's I'm not it's completely down. Exactly. Yeah. And but I don't think it's done. This relationship's no. not completely over. No, I don't I don't think so either. I think all of our Arya and Ezra fans probably have more to see. But people also have this theory that he's could be involved on the A team. I, I hope not. That's what I would say about that. I mean, I hope not too. That would be like 
almost as devastating as finding out Toby was a part of it back then when everyone went crazy. They're like, what, Toby? Ezra, I think, would be even worse to find out if he was on it. All all I the don't... boyfriends can't be on it, though. I mean, it can't be an <laughs> A-team of boyfriends. That yeah. would be... I think he might have been indirectly involved, you know, yeah. part of... Uh, been around that um, mm-hmm. because, as I've mentioned before, I've seen him in, you know, episodes where they go back into, um, you know, the past and show you little clips. And I've seen him, you know, in college where Arya's dad teaches and he was part of those, you know, students that mm-hmm. was in the crowd. And they don't show anything uh, without having a reason to show you something. Yeah. So they position everything um you just have to catch the little details. Yeah. I'm starting to believe that it's cross-generational, that the A-team, there's a history to mm-hmm. the A-team and that it could even be older me- parents or older members and younger members of this group. I don't For know. For sure. I mean, we don't actually know who the A-team is. Like, Toby was a part of the A-team, but really, like, he's working with Mona. And then is she really a part of the A-team? You know, it's all up in the air. I think with Ezra... We see in a teaser for next week that he's like, what's happening? Is all this happening again? He does know a lot more than, than other boyfriends, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Well, Caleb and Toby know Toby. a lot. But, <laughs> but Ezra, like, he knows more than the parents, at least. You know, he's got a little inside scoop onto what's going on. And we see that the boyfriends, Caleb and uh, Toby, are teaming up. I love it. Like a bromance. <laughs> we need this. We never really see the guys interacting, so it's really cool to see them. They're teaming up for the girls, too. They're doing it for Hannah and to find out who's ruining all of their lives. And I love how Spencer is the only girl <laughs> that's in there, you know, making sure, micromanaging them and making sure they're getting all the details that they need. Well, good. She needs to be the, the she knows it all because of Toby, so like, help them figure it out. And they did pretty well. That's what I was going to say. They did really well as a team. It took the girls a minute to kind of get their footing as a team, and they and there's all these secrets. We talk about it week after week between the girls. And the guys, while he did keep one secret about um, his mother and her past at Radley. The blonde girl. The blonde girl. But for the most part, we see them pretty open, and they jump on it and are on this flight plan. And Well, I mean, I think Caleb has... A hint that something else that that Toby's hiding something. I think it'll come out because eventually they're going to have to. I mean, is it CC? Like, who could this blonde girl be? Caleb's kind of helping with that. But yeah, the whole flight plan. So they go and try to figure out what flight dropped down during the the night of the fire when the fire happened with the red coat that got off. I thought it was such a smart move because uh, we knew the plane, the red coat, and to trace it back and then. It didn't work. Initially, they couldn't figure out this flight, so they actually went to the airport Mm -hmm. and talked to... Nigel. Nigel. Who you could tell something was up with, (laughs) and he knew more than he let on. And he looks familiar. I've seen him in prior episodes. I just don't know where. Okay, see, I couldn't remember if it was a prior episode of Pretty Little Liars or... Somewhere else. (laughs) Like, the actor (laughs) I knew. But he immediately... Creepy, right? We all agreed. Super mm-hmm. creepy. Right. Well, I mean, I just think he was did easily he, bribed, so... Did he escort Jenna to the funeral? I don't know. Should we have our viewers tweet us? Uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah, tweet at us. Let us know if that's what you think. I'm trying to recall back. I'm going to have to go back in all my episodes. <laughs> yeah. and, and Let pull. us know on iTunes. Uh, yeah, rate, comment. Let us know what you think of our show. We love hearing from you, and it helps us create a better show for you. And, you know, we read everything, so let us know. 
Yeah. Because I believe it was Jenna's glasses on the, the table when he said, babe, you know, messed he, up. Uh, he was giving her coffee or something. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and I'm just remembering when Jenna walked into the funeral for Wilden's funeral, she was escorted by a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it or might was- have been him. We'll have to go back and because check. Because we said, who's this? We've never seen him before. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good, if that's the case, good observation. Yeah, that's a quick find for <laughs> Which, you. Good observation on Toby's part because he remembered the the lighter that he found at mm-hmm. where the house had burned mm-hmm. down with those initials. But should we rewind um, for a moment and go back and explain that? So he, they confront him again. They go back once they get this initial information with that lighter. Yeah. And well, uh, that's kind of what led them back there because Toby's like, something's not right. And, and he realized. He was quick to admit, though, Nigel, that he had... Um, you know, faked this flight plan for these for a girl who he remembered as Cece or someone like that. And well, it took him a while. They they had to kind of step over that that boundary. But it's a cold boundary. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I'm thinking, did he just use Cece's name because he's familiar with her and he's just trying to protect Jenna and I not mean, give Jenna's could, name? It very well could be the case. We don't really know where Jenna and Shauna fit into all of this. It's happened, the fire, all of that. But now the boys have the board. The, uh, that has all of these people on it. And it feels like, do you remember how the police had mm-hmm. the board of all of this? Right. It almost reminded me of that. It was like they made their own police board. Well, and yeah, that's what they're trying to figure out. Who murdered, who actually murdered Wilden. Yeah. If it's not going to be Ashley. I don't know. So I was proud of them. I was, Except he ran like a little baby <laughs> right out of there. Pulled down. He was like, he should get fired. Dude, just like covered up the entire plane flight. He was the pilot, maybe. I mean, although it could have been someone else, but still, the initials N W supposed to be Northwest. Really, Nigel Wright. True. That's how they found out. So he's someone to look out for. I mean, and someone to apparently go back Mm -hmm. and check out. That's a great point. Um, So, do we think that uh, that Nigel is the linchpin? Will he reveal more about A? I think he's an easy target because he should just be paid off. But I don't know. Depends on whoever that girl was with those glasses. He's calling babe. What a tight leash she has on him and how she can kind of manipulate him. I think it was definitely a setup um, just to give a little bit of information. A never, you know, makes a move without having, you know, something positioned for them to find. So um, I think that was really easy for them to get that information, and nothing comes easy in yeah. Pretty Little Liars. So it was it was a trap. So who paid Nigel then? Who do we think this the girl? Jenna? So you think Jenna? I think I Cece was too easy to give up. But I also have been talking about Cece a lot. I mean, even last season, like where is she going? What does she have to do with this? Because she knows a lot more than we know right now. So she's definitely got some, some details on Wilden and Allison. We've got to figure that stuff out. I know. Wilden's the big kind of question mark here. Ruining I, people's lives, his death. I, I was going to say, even in death, he is really traumatizing these girls. And, and Ashley's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, let's pray that she doesn't go to... To prison for 20 years or potentially could be worse, lifetime or worse is what Spencer told Hannah. Yeah, it's something that we actually talked about off camera as well. Do you think that she actually did it? Is Hannah's mom guilty? You know what we haven't seen is her like explicitly deny it. Mm -hmm. Like when the cops came, she was like, no, I didn't do this. You know, like, I don't know how a guilty person would react 
because yeah. I've never done something like that. I mean, but yes. um, <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know if she's done it or not. I'm I'm going back and forth with her. I think she was guilty for being there, but I don't think she actually I actually pulled the pulled trigger. the trigger. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say involved actually pulling the trigger. I don't think so. I mean, so. they could get her for attempted murder. I don't know. Even if she's not the one she was, you know, conspiring, she was there. They could still get her for something. There's a lot of a history between those two, Ashley and Wilden. And that's, and I liked what she said to Hannah, too, because I don't think that she should just say, oh, yeah, it was self-defense when she actually didn't do it, if that was the case. Like, Hannah, relax. Just give it a little bit of time. I know you want your mom back, but you really don't want her in prison for 20 years if she actually didn't commit the crime. So she said, I can own up to the things that I'm responsible for, but I'm not going to own up to actually killing someone I didn't kill. So do you think that she's framed then? I mean, I think it's very possible. I think that's what A likes to do. They mess with everyone's lives. Well, what we're seeing this season is A, for a long time they were after the girls and the girls' boyfriends and and the people that they're closest with, and now they seem to be targeting their families. And I I feel like they're going after the moms for some reason, almost across the board. Yeah, I mean, mm. I think it's I think really everyone has the potential of being ruined by A. Um, what did you think though about Wilden's apartment search there? Because that was a whole other thing that led to some disappointments for Emily and her mom. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I found interesting about um, to go back it, was that Wilden's these guys kind of. Yeah, they, they're they trying so hard to search, and the girls are doing it separately if they all united together. I'm sure they will. I mean, I feel like Spencer's kind of the, imbe- the go-between, though. Mm-hmm. You know, they know the same things, but the girls can get their hands on a lot of other things just because Emily's mom works at the police department. Or, you know, Hannah knows a little bit more about what her mom was going through and the shoes she destroyed and all that. You know, I think it's all going to come together in that sense, but... Yeah, the girls are reuniting, and they do. Emily does get a handle on... The key at the police station. I wish she had not done that. Yeah, we were we were all saying, please don't pick it up. Please don't pick it up. I mean, from anything that they've learned and from what's been going on, you know, with Hannah's with mom. Her, her are family. you kidding me? Like you're putting your mom in danger for her to even lose her job. Well, which is already a struggle, and they don't have enough money right now to even, you know, pay for her physical therapy or whatever other therapy that she was going to get done. Yeah. It's just sad because I get what they're doing. They're really trying to protect their friend because that's the point. You don't want her to be be going through this. What's upsetting, I feel like, is that these girls were so careful for so long, and then we've seen Hannah a few weeks ago and now Emily be kind of careless in the way that they're handling things, like with the gun at the sorority party and now these keys you're in a police station clearly you're going to be recorded that i don't know she got away with it no one knows it was her it's just kind of falling back on her mom yeah but she has the key the question is how do you get that back so her mom can have her job without getting in trouble by everyone her mom is already suspended from work with with no pay, so that's a whole nother issue because they really can't afford a lot right now, especially with what happened at the end of the episode, which yeah. we'll get to. Yeah, but I just feel like this key, when they went into his apartment, it was, they, they mentioned it in the episode, this kind of 
empty, weird, not... I mean, it's someone's apartment that's gone. He's dead. Like, it's weird to go there and search through his things. I think Arya was creeped out more than anyone I was creeped out for them, and you know someone was watching. You can feel a... In the background, the phone goes off. Like, who's calling a dead man? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just like they put themselves in. It's like one of them needs to be the one like watching what's happening outside mm-hmm. instead of all of them being so invested in what's happening, you know, inside that apartment. They needed to be looking at the perimeter. Who's watching them? I was proud of them for putting on some gloves today. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have. Ugh. I think they need to um, take some of uh, Allie's tactics. You know how she started being really careful and we've seen in prior seasons where she was the one kind of um, monitoring or watching A. She, you know, disguised herself in a wig and she changed her whole whole appearance and she got really close to finding who A was. So I think they need to be doing that instead of constantly falling into A's trap and going where A wants them to go. Yeah, I mean, what I'm starting to feel like is they need to think outside of the box that they've kind of been in for a while now and exactly venture out and see if they can trick A. They've, they haven't really tried to trick A. They keep... Well, they've done a few things, but it always backfires, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They try to catch them and then, like, it's very scary. That, those <laughs> the are the scary... Are yeah. I mean, you see what Emily tried to do. She tried to trick A with giving that DVD to the detective. Look what came back to to haunt her. You know what I mean? It came back to bite her in the butt, really, because Mm -hmm. they put her on a video. But didn't they watch that before handing it over? I mean... No, she did. I think someone came in and switched it out. Oh, okay. You know? So it's like anything that they try, it really doesn't work out for them very well. It's true. Um, But with them in the apartment, all... So... Aria finds, like, creepy videos and just, like, things that, you know, whatever he's into, like, but then, (laughs) you know, and the girls don't really find anything until someone notices this box. That hasn't been opened, a package, yeah. Yes, and they pull open the package, of course, and just, like, and and they're like, oh, this is from a steak place that my dad, um... A nice steak place. A nice steak place. Bad steaks at that point because they've been <laughs> rotting in that box. Yeah, and the smell, the girls obviously noticed that wretched smell. Um, but there's a card from A in the box, and it says, Can't wait to see you at our little barbecue. So who's that note for? Is it for the girls, or was it for Wilden? Or did Wilden write it to send it to someone? It could be so many things. <laughs> I know. It could be so many things. I mean, we'll never know. I'm just you guys. like, I don't want this season to end, but I really, really want to know what's <laughs> going to happen in the last episode. <laughs> I mean, we know that Red Coat is apparently revealed this season. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be something to look forward to. Exactly. Keep on guessing. We all need to keep on guessing and see yes. what we can find out. I feel like there's so many questions this season. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest questions kind of arose at the end of this episode, which was this car crash that somebody Thank goodness Emily's mom saw it coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been the end of Emily's mother. Yes. She saw the light. She's on the phone with with Emily's dad. Thank goodness Emily's so close because she's eavesdropping like they do. <laughs> but goodness, I mean, that is super scary. The house, what are you going to do? Right. So they're having these financial problems. We mentioned earlier that they can't afford some of the treatment that Emily needs. So 
now that this car has gone through their living room, luckily it appears that both of them are uninjured, that we kind of get that sense. We don't know for sure, but... Well, didn't you think it looked like a cop car? I thought it was a cop's car. Yeah, I... It wasn't. It was an unidentified car. It wasn't like, you know... Yeah, and it it did kind of look cop-ish. Um... I don't know. That was one where I wanted more answers. Like, that was... I wasn't ready for the the black gloves at the end of the episode. (laughs) I wanted more on that car crash because why were they going to Emily's house? Why was that the target? I mean, because... Do you think it was Wilden's car? Just because it, you know, uh, has to tie with Wilden and taking his apartment key. Yeah, it said the crash and burn, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. But then again, it could just be like... Uh, everybody's about crashing to crash and burn down because everyone's like it's all coming upon them right now. Yeah. Like, well, it said crashing down, so I think it meant literally like the house crashing down. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see how Emily gets that key returned if they're able to fix their house because that was the thing with the black gloves. Well, she's getting a gift card. I was the hard, <laughs> to the hardware store. Fifty dollars out of my mouth. Right and <laughs> what? Rebuilding houses for morons is what the book was. Mm-hmm. So kind. Uh huh. Always the black gloves with the kindness. Um, but it's just one of those things where I mean that's going to be devastating enough. Plus the shoulder injury. She's got so much on her plate right now. I mean, they're hitting them when they're down is really what's happening. I mean, A is becoming even more cruel than we've seen in, I think, any season. And it's kind of scary because I don't know what to expect next. I think they'll, you know, whoever A is or whoever the team is, I think they'll go as far as death. And that's unnerving. Yeah, we've seen that before, huh? Who's their next target? Is it going to continue to be Emily? We... I don't know. It's really all of them, though. I mean, right now, it's Hannah, hardcore. It's her mother. It's Emily. It's all of them. I think it's a lot more... They have a lot more targets than they used to now that they're really trying to take down. I think it's Emily now because we saw a putting on a uh, Emily's mask at the end of last episode. So, Mm -hmm. just to let us know that she's going to be the face and she's going to be the target. It might switch to... um, we haven't really seen anything on Spencer, so I'm not really sure. I was going to say Spencer and Arya seem to be having, I guess Arya with the with her brother, but to a lesser degree. I feel like Hannah and um, Emily are getting it the worst at this point, but mm-hmm. it could switch. Next week I'll come in here and be... They're also taking a lot more into their own hands, so maybe that's the, the whole other Or situation. Melissa's just protecting her little sister. Who knows? I'm hoping that them kind of reuniting as a foursome again, we saw it at the beginning of this episode, that they're all taking care of Hannah together. That will make them stronger, and maybe they can fight back a little better than we've seen. I love how she's writing bills. I love that, you know, how she's getting prepared to have her mom home, and it was so heartbreaking to hear Spencer deliver that news that it might be 20 years, a lifetime, or even a, you know, death row, who knows, and it it was difficult to see her packing up her mom's things off the bed and knowing that she's not coming home. Not anytime soon, at least. Mm, It's tough. Yeah. Until they find another suspect, which they're working hard on. And I thought her, her dad was staying with her. What happened with that? I mean, you're leaving a teenage girl in a house all by herself I mean, and she's writing his, bills? Her dad's been in and out of her life, I guess, for a while. That seemed to be... Yeah, she's really at home a lot, home alone a lot, though, anyways, with Ashley working. And, like, she's kind of self-sufficient in that sense. I'm sure we'll see him next episode. He's going to be... 
Yeah, back and, and forth, mm-hmm. in and out. Um, anything else we've missed tonight? Sure, I don't think so. I think we got it. Okay, interested to see how Cece comes back in, though. Yeah, ready for some news and gossip then. Yeah. So there's lots of news and gossip this week. Um, We had a little bit of, um, I guess, a prediction or a foreshadowing of the winter premiere, which is a long time away, I guess Mm -hmm. in January now. But there will definitely be some relationship drama between Caleb and Ashley Benson's character, Hannah. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know that uh, Caleb is moving on to Ravenswood, but... They say that they're filming an extremely emotional scene, and Ashley Benson, Tyler Blackburn, um, even the creator of the show, Marlene King, all tweeted about this, um, saying that they, you know, were having a tough time taking care of it, and like that it was just a super emotional day on the set. So I'm excited to see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. We have to wait a while, though. Um, and then there's definitely another one. Um, Shay Mitchell has been really private um, about her personal life for a long, long time. And she's finally um, kind of, I guess, being a little more open about it. They haven't admitted to anything, but she is dating uh, Ryan Silverstein, who uh, was featured in a Drake music video. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, and uh, they're being a little coy about it. They're both tweeting from similar locations. And uh, like they went for, I guess, a weekend in Canada and they've been in Hawaii earlier this month. So, um, and they tweet from the same locations and have very similar photos if you are to go and look up there. Who knows? Their Twitter profiles. Very fun. And then Lucy Hale, of course, um, will be honored at the Young Hollywood Awards um, coming up in August. And she's going to receive the Crossover of the Year Award because she, of course, has a country music album coming out. Mm-hmm. Love it. Nice. Yeah, so that'll be really fun. So definitely check out those awards. They'll be on um, Thursday, August 1st on the CW. Awesome. Yay. Good stuff. Yeah, lots of good things going on. So predictions, I know we have a lot of them tonight. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Because I have no predictions. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm scared to say anything because I'm, like, so torn. I really don't know what's going to happen. It's true. I'll predict that Ezra and Ari will have a little bit of a coming back together. Are we going to get a kiss from that? I think we definitely will. And then something's going to tear them apart again because we know that's just inevitable with Ezra. But, yeah, I think something's good's kind of in the works for them. You see it building. That's my guess right now. Um, you don't have one still? No. Okay. Um, I think that Spencer is going to be the first one to unite with the boys. Um, and she's going to work on this flight plan. It, it bothered me so much. I wanted Spencer to walk in that room and be with them. For some reason, I felt like she would really add to that trio. Or now it's a duo, but right. will be a trio. Interesting. I like that one. I think Cece's coming back because we <laughs> haven't seen her. And I do want, I mean, red coat, someone blonde. We don't know if it's a wig because they all wear these masks now that that guy made. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to think, but I've been wondering about her. I also think Melissa's going to have to return at some point. We've got to get a little bit more story on her. Yeah. I just don't know what it's going to be about. I really kind of, it's all up in the air right now. Well, my prediction would be it's either Melissa or Han- uh, Jenna for 
with the glasses. I was going to mm-hmm. say Jenna should come back around as well. We haven't seen well, her. And Shauna, since they're such besties. That's true. So much to come on Pretty Little Liars. All right. Thank you so much for watching and checking out our show. You can follow AfterBuzz on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV, and you can follow me at Stephanie Wenger on Twitter and Instagram. Bye, you guys. I'm Whitney Lane. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Whitney Lane Fern. And you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Real Emma K. Until next week, guys. Bye. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.